1: The Tommies will battle the nation's best as they finish their home schedule in their first year in Division I. The St. Thomas women's hockey team battles the top-ranked Minnesota Golden Gophers on Thursday, February 17th. $5 tickets are available at TommySports.com.
0: Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your hosts, Don McClain. From Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson.
2: When it comes to taking chances, some people like to play poker or shoot dice. Other people prefer to parachute jump, go rhino hunting, or climb ice flows while well, Still others engage in crime or marriage, but I like to get drunk and drive like a fool. Name me, if you can, a better feeling than the one you get when you're a half a bottle of shivus in the bag and a gram of Coke up your nose and a teenage lovely pulling off her tube top in the seat next over while you're going a 100 miles an hour down a suburban side street you'd have to watch the entire Mexican Air Force crash land in a liquid petroleum gas storage facility to match this kind of thrill. If you ever have much more fun than that, you'll die of pure sensory overload, I'm here to tell you. Patrick Jake O'Rourke was born November fourteenth, 1947, and unfortunately for the world, he passed away yesterday. Yeah. Uh, One of my favorite writers ever. (laughs) Him uh, and uh, Hunter S. Thompson, I uh, discovered at a way too young age, and these two idiots had way more uh, influence on a young Kenny than uh, any two writers should have. Uh, And while Hunter was, well, I guess we call him a lefty, but Hunter was all over the road. He was, yeah. Uh, (laughs) And some people like to call P.J. uh, a righty, but he was actually a libertarian. Uh, and he made for me, at a young age, he made being having conservative views, libertarian views, okay. Because it was then when I read PJ that I realized, okay, the Republican Party isn't exactly Ronald Reagan. It's not a tricky dick. It's not these stuffy, uh, these stuffy suits cramming the Bible down your throat. It's fun guys. And of the piece I just read for you was the first paragraph of a piece that was released in 1978 called How to Drive Fast on Drugs While Getting Your Wing Wang Squeezed and Still Not Spill Your Drink. No. And it's absolutely ludicrous and hysterical and wrong and i don't think it would be published
3: these days and if it
2: was published uh the guy would get run out of the country
0: probably yeah
3: yeah yeah and both sides would would go after him yeah (laughs) absolutely. uh, everything he said in
2: there pretty much john you've obviously been a a fan of pj do you know what i was what got him what what took him down uh he he
3: had lung cancer apparently and he had been suffering he had cancer i don't remember what kind back in the early 2000s beat that and apparently had uh, become sick in the past six months or so, and the lung cancer is what took him eventually.
2: Yeah. Uh, I discovered he passed away early uh, this morning when I saw Jeremy. Um, what's Jeremy's last name um, from Top Gear? Anyway, no, uh, he uh, he had tweeted something, and he tweeted a link to a story that uh, PJ wrote in, I think, Nineteen eighty in Car and Driver about driving a Ferrari three hundred eight GTS across country, <laughs> yeah. and, and it's just as ludicrous as the piece I uh, just just uh, read you. And uh, God, he was a good writer, man. He could
3: him he had in common. I think with Hunter, they could turn a phrase. Yeah, that would ju- you would be looking at the book and you would start giggling to yourself. Know, it was so I well know. written. Yeah, just put together so. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure that I was involved in a phone interview with him. Oh, he cool! He w- released a book in the eight late eighties or early nineties, something about modern manners or something like that. Okay, uh, this I should have looked that up. Is there a bibliography? Sure, there is. <laughs> uh, God, he wrote a lot
3: of stuff. Yeah. Have you ever read Parliament of Horrors? That's it. Was that was it, thrilling. John.
2: Yeah, Parliament Brilliant. of Horrors. That was the book. He yeah. was doing a phoner, um, uh, you know, book tour, but via phone. And mm-hmm. uh, that's when we had him on and had a, t- a chance to talk to him. And that's when I really got into his stuff. I actually used to read him in Rolling, both Rolling Stone and mm, then later.
3: Right.
2: yeah. Uh, what's that conservative stuff he makes? Uh, American Spectator. Uh, okay. He used yep. to write for that.
3: He was also, uh, and this, I'm aging myself here, but he was one of the first editors of National Lampoon Magazine, which was brilliant when I was a kid. That was a funny because it took so many weird chances. And I was 13. And I thought, oh, yeah. man, this is, this is uh, cutting edge stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, out there. Would your
0: parents have approved of you reading that stuff if uh, they knew?
3: Yes. They, they would? would. Oh. I'll tell you, I, here's the one I always use for that magazine. Uh, because it was it was like Mad Magazine mixed with
0: oh right whatever yeah. Rolling Stone I'm familiar so. with it. Mm-hmm.
3: There's there's a cartoon of Tip O'Neill whispering in Edward Kennedy's ear on the floor of Congress, <laughs> and the caption they put on there was just "Bang, just kidding, Teddy."
0: Oh my God, that's horrible!
3: <laughs> that's you know, terrible. but it's it, but it's oh. so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just awful. I'm sorry I even said it.
2: No, uh, (laughs) you didn't say it. You just quoted it. Uh, I didn't realize his uh, bibliography was going to be this long. My goodness. He he was very, uh, very busy. Uh, And it looks like the last thing he did was a cry from the far middle, dispatches from a divided land in uh, 2020. boy that pretty much says it, right uh dispatches yeah. The far from, middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dispatches from a divided land
3: well he politically he, uh, he you know he hated liberals, but in twenty sixteen he voted for Hillary. he said he had no choice, he said you can't give Donald Trump the button, right <laughs> he said you cannot do that, yeah,
2: so he was yeah. you know, and he wasn't afraid to say it and lay it oh, out no, there not and not I, I can't not imagine his hate mail um <laughs>
0: Oh, well, I'm sure he didn't care.
2: I would hope not. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, three kids, and uh, he was d- married twice, it looks like. Uh, his last marriage was 95, and I believe he was still married uh, yesterday when he passed away. No. He, he
3: was. His first wife was, remember Sidney Lumet, the director? Yeah. It was Sidney's daughter. That Amy. was his first wife, yes. Yeah. Huh. Which I did uh, not know. I read, I read that actually yesterday when I saw he died.
2: Yeah, that did not last long, three years. Uh, but anyway, if you've never heard of P.J. O'Rourke or if it's been a while since you've sampled him, uh, it's really easy to find his stuff on the Internet. Just, yeah. just you know, drive your, uh, go crazy, have fun. He uh, mm-hmm. wrote for Playboy, Vanity Fair, Car and Driver, Rolling Stone. He was on
3: 60 Minutes as a co- uh, commenter.
2: Um, wow,
0: he was all over the he, place. He was
3: also, I don't know if you ever listened to NPR, but there's a very yes. funny great thing wait wait, wait don't wait. tell me yeah he was also one of the panelists on oh, that
2: yeah which was a sunday morning mm-hmm. trivia show
3: Yep. uh oh, that's a fantastic show i hate to it vlog is. public radio but my, good, <laughs> know,
2: that, my goodness, no my goodness that's a good good show <laughs> anyway uh okay we got our pj uh tribute over with and i actually printed two stories as part
3: of show prep and i'm going to enjoy those this afternoon yeah season, i'm going to go between buff. books I got a couple of his books that I haven't read in many years. I'm going to dig one out just just because. Yep,
2: you pretty much have to. Uh, so we don't have anything other than that planned. Uh, other than we <laughs> Okay, got, <laughs> goodbye then. See ya, oh, man. We've got a whole bunch of leftover stories, and um, <laughs> and I have to lean heavily on both of you two. And both of you two are not feeling good. John, you're throwing up. I'm uh, fine. I'm every fine. few minutes, and Dawn has the <laughs> headache thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Th-
2: that's got to be driving. Just another you.
0: appointment. Uh, today, Ugh. that was canceled. So, huh. I'm anyway, let's not get it. Have into you considered self medicating? that <laughs> <self-medicating>? <laughs> well, it doesn't work, nothing oh, works.
2: So, you have tried it?
0: Well, no, no, uh uh-uh. uh. I think that would only intensify the pain.
2: Yeah, uh, well, uh, booze wise, it would.
0: Oh, yeah, ah, uh, yeah. All of it. I mean, Tylenol, yeah, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to depress people. Muscle there are people relaxers. out there that are going, uh, that have way worse problems than I do. So I always have to remember that. Just trudge Joan. Oh, what a what a martyr she is. Anyway, <laughs> um, I have a cool story. Um, I have a cool story about a guy in Alaska. Uh, his name is Billy Ray Macon Sr. And he had a very meager upbringing. He went to Anchorage High School, and uh, he lived in a a Mountain View home. It was a one-room shack with a bathroom. It didn't have running water. Uh, He had no car. He walked an hour to school and back. And uh, there wasn't much time before he had to head out for his night job on an Air Force base to support his family. So he didn't have a lot of time to study. Yeah. Uh, because of this. Yeah. Um, and on his high school diploma, way back when, uh, it says, there's a big red stamp that says, this student met minimum state requirements. Wow. So he never <laughs> decided to hang up that diploma. Um,
2: I should check my diploma, Don. That might, be, <laughs> might actually... This, This student should be a traffic reporter.
0: Oh, no. So, you know, this is, you know, he went on to do a lot of great things. It didn't define his success, but he wasn't, you know, he was embarrassed about that. Uh, His granddaughter actually knew that this really hurt him, that it weighed on him, that he had this diploma he had to hide. So she went a step further and um, she wrote this really great beautiful story, moving story, and put it on social media about um her grandfather and what an inspiring man he had become. And what had really bothered him was this diploma that had this big red stamp that said you're you barely made it, basically. Really? Yeah so for his eightieth birthday, uh she was contacted by the school. And so um they agreed to give him a new diploma. And so he didn't know anything about this so uh, you know, they took him out to breakfast, and then they drove up to the school, and uh, when they went inside, uh, all the kids in the school, they had arranged a, a brand new graduation for him. Really? And gave him a cap and gown and made ha- had him walk, you know, wow. and did a new graduation for him. His granddaughter got up and spoke about him, and they gave him a new diploma.
2: And he was so, okay with that?
0: He was, yeah, he was really touched and he says it's unbelievable it's just unbelievable that they would do this for me so
2: his Hmm, new diploma is hanging on the wall Uh, I think that would piss me off (laughs)
0: they... <laughs> of course it would, Kenny. <laughs> He'd be like, no, I was a bad student. Don't give me this diploma that doesn't say I was. Yeah, That's what Kenny was. would say. 60 years later,
2: where were you 60 years ago when I needed you, and I needed a good diploma, and I needed to get <laughs> a good job? It doesn't yeah. matter. Now I'm 80. I got one foot in the grave. Oh, my gosh. I'm
3: shocked that
1: you, you feel this way about a heartwarming story like that, Kenny Olson. <laughs> <laughs> i <I'm laughs> shocked.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: boy. I want to point out if I would have emailed that as a part of show prep, he would have yelled at me before the show. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, he didn't have anything prepared, so he said, bring whatever you want. Correct.
1: And very nice job just sliding it in there without even telling him. Well That's done. That's right. Well Speaking done. Of, uh, yelling at Ross before
2: the show. What did I do before the show, Ross?
1: Oh, he did yell at me. I was I was jamming to some music on my own when nobody was on the line, and then he gets on, I turn the line down, he goes, why don't you listen to a real band? That's Instead of those posers, you're listening to oh, John. No. You'll
2: love this. He was listening to Green Day, so I chastised him for that and recommended wow. maybe he should listen to uh, local band Magnolias uh, because they're m- a million times better than Green Day and they
1: don't wear makeup uh, and oh, they're not Lord. posers. Yeah. I'm gonna start wearing guyliner during the show. Yeah,
0: please this. do take off your glasses. <laughs> wear a ripped black t-shirt.
3: Uh, where, uh, where are you with Green Day, John? <clears throat> I like Green Day. Uh, uh, I was thinking, and this, I know this sounds odd, but I was shoveling my uh, driveway the other day and I started singing American Idiot, and I thought to myself, man, he was about 20 years ahead of his time writing that lyric. <laughs> 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 okay, that was good. <laughs> that was, that was, okay. The, the <laughs> thing I didn't ever like about them was they're American. And on occasion, he would slip into that British accent. Yeah. Occasion? He was, he was, all the time? He was, he was doing the clash. All there's the a time. Great, there's a great song by Drive-By Truckers uh, where the dad is telling his kid who's heading out on the road what not to do. You know, don't do drugs. Don't do this. And the middle line is never sing with a fake British accent.
1: All I, all I can think of when I yeah, hear that exactly. is Green Day.
0: It's like, what is it? It's a weird, like, what? It's like, I don't know. Very affected. I
1: think (laughs) one of the things I do when I need to calm down, and I mocked this years ago, but Billy Joe Armstrong and Nora Jones recorded an album doing a bunch of Everly Brothers tunes.
3: Oh, really? really?
1: And it's fantastic. That sounds
3: great. Yeah. Yeah, It's
1: it's really good. I think, look, uh, there's a lot of elements I'll poke fun at Green Day for. I think Billy Joe Armstrong's incredibly talented. And I I think he was— Ross. Russ. Oh, the co- John no, I agree. I agree with Ross. John, right did now. you listen to the covers he did during the during quarantine? Quarantine, yes.
2: Anything yeah. that kid can do Paul Westerberg can do way better. <laughs> Give here me a break. I don't, I,
0: I don't know enough about him to have an opinion, but
2: um, Really? That was kind of your generation, Don. You should be uh, way up on on fake British accents and oh. on eyeliner.
0: <laughs> what uh what year I mean, I, und- I, I it was totally in the pop early, music genre.
2: They hit in the
1: early nineties. Early nineties,
0: yeah. 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 You know, I might have been or so. in a so.
1: Dookie is a top ten album yeah. of all time, Kenny. Fight me. I I like Dookie, uh, I do,
3: <laughs> and I like American Idiot. So
1: I think my son's first concert was
2: actually Green Day. I think it was uh and i used to give him a lot of grief about green day but you know i let it slide cuz he was a kid he doesn't know any better uh but i made sure that i introduced him to the magnolias uh and the replacements and a bunch of other bands so he's sure. uh, he's down with all of those guys as a matter of fact i think we sent him to that show um with Shea Cab.
1: I
0: think oh. Shea
2: came over and picked him up that's because nice. I didn't want him driving down there. Oh,
0: that's sure. nice.
1: All yeah. great bands that you just named, by the way. And another one of my, I think we adopted them as local favorites. Kenny, you and I talked about him before the show. I'm a big Soul Asylum guy. Oh, th- no, they've
2: they have so. allowed fast rules. They've been around forever. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. and okay. a funny Soul <laughs> Asylum. Uh, they were playing a gig at uh, Wee Fest Ranch up by Detroit Lakes, right? Uh, my buddy Gene's promoting this show, so we're uh, we're backstage, hanging out, and uh, Soul Asylum a bus comes rolling in, parks really close to where we were. Their manager, which I think was new at the time, comes uh, you know busting out of the bus and walks up to all of us standing around, and you got to remember we've known these guys forever, uh, and he goes uh, the band's really tired, uh, don't don't bother <laughs> the band, uh, stay away from the band, leave them alone, uh, and we're like oh. Uh, okay. Okay, pal. Okay. Uh, five minutes later, Dave and everybody else comes out of the, uh, the bus and they see us and they're like, "Hey, how are you guys doing? What are you guys
1: doing here?" And we all hung out and had a great time. And that's manager. I still hate him. I don't know who he was. You, you know what I'm picturing when you when you say that, Kenny? I'm thinking of Meatloaf in Wayne's World when he's t- just telling everybody about the bands. You know who's playing yeah. Crucial Taunt and the. <laughs> the, ex- the expletive Beatles. Well, are they any good no man they suck <laughs> <laughs> hey i just watched wayne's world last week uh it kind of holds up it's all right yeah. yeah holly roberts uh from my talk told me and i can't believe i missed this it's one of my favorite comedies of all time it just turned 30 i think on monday so if you want to feel old 30 wayne's world one is 30 oh, years old green day's God. album
0: dookie is uh 28 years old
1: yes also okay. on February 1st, I February believe. February
0: 1st, yep. yeah. Ross. Just saw that. Happy
1: did, birthday,
2: Dookie. Did you... <laughs> uh, I made the mistake of following you, Ross, on Twitter.
1: and <laughs> oh, a big, It's a huge mistake if you don't like sports. Did you...
2: I don't mind the sports stuff. Did you uh, tweet your like top five or ten movies recently? Was that you?
1: Oh, I, no. Um, I guess I'll give a plug to, uh, to somebody else in town. Chad Hartman was tweeting, like, his favorite John Hughes movies.
2: That's what it
1: was. And he said his favorite John Hughes movie, or at least fourth, was Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah. And I said, that's your fourth favorite John Hughes movie? Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a top three movie of all time. You do no, not even, even have any of your top three John Ross, Hughes movies.
2: Ross, that, that movie doesn't even belong
3: in the top 50.
2: Can oh, sad.
3: <laughs> That's a, a, a really good movie, Kenny. Come yeah, on.
2: It's all right, but I mean, come on. There's, I
3: just watched it again about a year ago, and I hadn't seen it since it was out, and I, I still enjoyed it.
2: Ross, next time you uh, run into a Matthew Rookie, have him do uh, his John Candy impersonation. Oh, okay. It's so funny. Uh, John, do you bring anything to the table today besides oh, the barf I bag? Have,
1: I have
3: 8,000 stories here. I just don't the know the which...
1: barf bag.
3: I was kind of busy checking out that uh, Everly Brothers tribute album, so I'm kind of busy. Oh, I'm sending oh. it to you guys. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Uh, I got one about the pandemic uh, problem that apparently is popping up because of the pandemic. Uh, gambling. You guys gamblers of any kind? Not
2: anymore. I'm reformed. Never. I'm so
0: glad I never. I'm too um, conservative with my money. I just, I'm like very miserly with it. I will only bring to the casino what I'm willing to lose. And that's about $50. And then if I lose it all, I'm like, it's fine. You know I what respect
2: I mean? I, res, I respect that so much. Yeah. Uh, because my number was much higher, and yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. I did
3: lose it. Mine, uh, my me and my wife about every time my my wife and I, pardon my English, about every uh, two months head to the casino, and uh, we take some money with, but we only play the nickel slots. Yeah. I won't go. I won't go any higher than that. There's no oh, way. God, yeah. uh, do you hold hands the whole time too?
2: Well, usually we separate because we like different machines, Kenny. So. Okay, <laughs> are, are there uh, lizard? A lot? Lizards work in the parking lot or uh, lot walking lizards. around? Yeah, lot Oh,
0: lizards. I know what they are. You is
3: don't that have to like explain a, it. a gal is that? What yeah, you're saying? What yeah,
0: yeah. It's like a truck stop you know, hooker.
3: No, the place we go actually has a, a little uh, cart that'll uh, with an old man driving that'll take you to the front door, so you don't have to walk. And uh, a $5 bill. And, they're
0: like, you know. he looks elderly. <laughs> <laughs> Pick him up.
3: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> God, that guy
2: looks old. Let's <laughs> ask him. Let's give the casino a plug then since they're so up and up. Which one? Well, it's,
3: it's Treasure Island. We okay. go to Treasure Island. I that's, like
2: Treasure Island. That's the one uh, I stayed at when Dawn, when we did Down and Dirty. I oh, stayed at Treasure Island. Great okay. casino. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I've been to both of the grand casinos. And um, last time I was at one a few years ago, you could still smoke there.
1: And that's really, I endorse that. Mm. John, do you think the job requirement for that trolley driver, it says must be old? Do you think, yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Old <A>. <laughs> yes. exactly. yeah, old AF,
1: Ross? Yeah, exactly. Did you do the story? Oh, yeah, I haven't done, no,
3: done the story. A recent survey from the National Council on Problem Gambling—it seems like that council would kind of have a biased view, doesn't it? A Washington-based <laughs> nonprofit showed the risk of gambling has doubled since 2018. They surveyed 2,000 people to focus on attitudes and experiences gambling, both online and at casinos. Uh, There's been a marked increase through November of last year. The helpline received almost 240,000 calls. That's about 22,000 per month. Uh, That's up considerably, almost 5,000 calls a month from the years 2018 and 2019. Similar helplines in about a dozen states have had rising calls from gamblers in their 20s, 30s, and 40s since the spring of 2020, which is, of course, when this whole pandemic mess uh, started getting underway. The other problem... Uh, If you watch football, and you know this, uh, sports betting has become very, very popular. And in fact, they're advertising on all the football games. It spiked nationwide after that Supreme Court decision cleared the way for it to be legalized beyond Nevada. In the first 10 months of 2021, overall sports betting generated $3.16 billion, with a B, dollars. More than double the sum for the same period in 2020.
2: There's something really sad to me about betting on sports at home alone. So when you lose, you're all alone. When you win, you're all alone. I was lucky enough to spend a lot of time in both Vegas and Reno uh, and actually did a number of Super Bowls um, in a casino. And you have to get down there really early in the morning um, to reserve a spot in the sports book because otherwise you won't have a place to sit. And so then you just kind of sit there all day and run back and forth to the horse track uh, book and and make silly bets, but how do
0: you save your seat? Do uh, you coat, put your purse there? Oh. Coating
2: a friend. Okay. And um, when when you lose a lot of money in, in a Vegas sports book, so does everybody else. So you're all you screaming. You can yeah. People and yeah, be with
0: the other losers.
2: Yeah, and the same with the winning, um, but the different bets that you can make just on a football. I mean, from coin toss to virtually everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll they'll give you a chance to lose your money, but for me the most satisfying part of um, the sports book was going over to the racetrack section, and it, you got to remember in order to make this work you have to drink all day, uh, <laughs> and, and drink something like like my specialty was screwdrivers and coffee, so you stay wired you oh, stay God, wired and drunk because I didn't I don't like cocaine I'm I'm not interested in doing oh, that wow. kind of drug. like
0: that is an option. <laughs>
2: Well, it is for a lot of people. You can tell they're all snarfed up. Oh, boy. Um, But there's nothing more satisfying than having bets down at four or five different tracks across the country at the same time. And you just go from monitor to monitor, winning and losing money, so much so that you have to actually bring all your tickets back to the window and let them tell you uh, what you've won and what (laughs) you lost. It's so fun.
0: Oh, my gosh. And in the early
2: days of Canterbury, um, the track down in Shakopee, Uh, I was very broke, very, very broke. And I used to go down there once a month to win enough money to pay rent. And it always worked wow. for me, Don, because I'd I'd had a press pass because I was in radio. So I'd go up to the press box where all the handicappers sat, mm. and they fed me all this information. And we had a machine, a betting machine, right in, Jeez. the right in the press Should box. Should you be talking about
0: this? <laughs> um, yeah. No, okay, this, was <laughs> this was all legal.
2: This was all legal. There was a pot machine in there too, uh, and it was free and it was full of beer. Um, oh, so
0: pop! You... I thought you said a pot machine. I'm like, oh, what's God that? <laughs> There's oh, pot Jesus. machines.
2: No, not, <laughs> not, not for those rednecks. Uh, but that's, John, that's actually where I got to know Dark Star. Because uh, Dark suppose, Star, yeah, yeah Dark would give me these great tips. So you just go from the row there where you're sitting back to the machine and put your bets in and uh, you win enough money to pay rent and you go home. It was, it was a good time.
0: So you are one of these people that should have been calling the hotline. Well, that
2: brings up my question. What can the hotline possibly do for you? Is well, it well, sick
0: and it? twisted that I want to listen to the calls? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, I want too. To, I want to hear what they say, and I want to hear what they say back. They're like, all right, tell me what you've lost. Huh. Oh, well, I mortgaged my home. Oh, boy. Okay, what else? Oh, you know, I sold my kids' clothes. Okay. I mean, oh what is God. it? What's it like? What could they
2: possibly do for you when you're that do they despondent? Yell at you?
0: So they go listen. Listen
2: you stupid jackass. Yeah. What are you thinking? That's because well, that's the kind of counseling I
3: need.
0: That's what I'm well, saying.
3: <laughs> Wouldn't they send you somewhere? I mean, don't you think that's how it works? Like a oh, counselor?
2: Uh, you uh, have to like to a sports book? Or no, ot- uh, ha- OTB, mm-hmm. off track bet?
0: No. Somebody no, to help you. No, like a rehab or sports <laughs> yeah, betting something. rehab?
2: Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? I don't know.
0: You can't even play checkers. You might bet on that.
2: Yeah, huh.
3: Well, do know people like that.
2: (laughs) One time um, I I came home from Vegas and I was so broke uh, that I couldn't pay the the cab home. And I lived up in North Minneapolis. I had to take that. That's a long cab ride from the airport up to yeah. Dowling. Were you
0: just sweating it? What were you going to do?
2: I went in, and it was a red-eye flight. I went in and uh, woke up my roommate and got about $60 in cash and came back down and paid the cabbie. Yeah.
0: Was this the time before cell phones? Could you even alert your roommate? Yeah, that, no, that, there were
2: no cell
3: phones.
0: That you weren't going to have the money to pay the cab? No. I don't have a lot of cash on me. Yeah, he ever. was
3: PO'd. He was not happy. Oof. It's a very easy thing, though, to fall into. Just even me casually going to the casino, you know, if I'm down a hundred bucks or something, I'll, I'll, in my mind, I'm going, ah, I'll get some more money because yeah. I know I'll, I'll yeah. win. I'll
0: keep winning. Of course, winning, you you'll know. get it I'll back. Start winning. Guys, this isn't yeah. a problem. You are the people, both of yeah. you. Now, John's saying it. <laughs> so,
2: John, when you in the nickel slots, do they give you the opportunity to maximize your bet? I ask this because I used to play the dollar slots, but I could bet three dollars at a time. Can you do that with you, the nickels?
3: You can, yeah, usually I bet 5 nickels so I bet a quarter. Right. Uh, and, and it's a I always play poker. Uh and then the machines I like are progressive. So yeah. depending on your hand, the next hand you can win, you know, 3 times, the next hand you can win 5 times, but you don't have to pay that much. And usually, you know, it, it works out pretty even. But once in a while we win a little bit, once in a while we lose a little bit, but uh,
2: So, yeah. I'm in Vegas um staying at the uh, Flamingo Hilton. The, There's when, more. When my, my, sister, um, my sister turned 21, so uh, I took her to Vegas. And we actually stayed in the old, uh, really crappy part of the Flamingo. It was really cool. It was where I the know. gangsters stayed, you know, like in the 50s and 60s. It was really neat. Um, but we found a, a lady was having really good luck on a dollar slot machine. She got up and left. We sat down. Yeah. Um, and I started doing $3 coins at a time. doing pretty well. The one time I forgot to put in three dollars, I put in two dollars, and I won like four hundred dollars. If, if I would have, if I would have put in one more dollar, it would have been forty thousand. Yeah, can you believe yeah. that? That was the only oh. trip that I went home ahead uh, yeah. because of that do- that dollar slot but it machine. it
0: still kills you that you didn't put that extra dollar, oh, in, I, even I'll though never, you won.
2: I'll never forget it, ever. And then we flew to Dallas where I dropped her off. She lived in Dallas. And then I went to Miami. And then from Miami, I went to uh, Jamaica, uh, spent four (laughs) or five days in Jamaica. Then I went back through uh, um, uh, Miami through customs, was searched. I mean, the real search. Got back to Minneapolis, went to the CC Club, closed that down. Got up at three four in the morning and went right to the hospital.
0: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is a wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh my, oh gosh. my god. <laughs> yeah. You,
3: uh, you're just bragging now. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, uh, that was some serious Whoa. pain. It was the food, uh, food and water in Jamaica. You know.
1: Really? What yeah. What if you would yeah. have won yeah. that forty k <laughs> sure. though, Kenny? That could have. I mean, you you think I, about it as a big loss, which it was. But it could have really screwed you up, though. Think about what it could have Ross, done for future I probably, gambling habits. No, I
2: probably would have died in Jamaica.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> there, Seriously. <yeah. laughs> There's that. Good point. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep.
3: yeah. But you do remember that forever, though. I, I recall 15 years ago we went to one of the casinos. We were playing penny slots. I got a royal flush and won $500. You should be happy, right? Yeah. yeah. Playing pennies. But I thought to myself, damn, if I'd been playing the quarters. I'd have, you know, two, three grand now. Which, you know, is a dumb way to look at it, I guess. But I suppose that's part of the gambling problem that we're talking about. I got kicked
0: out of a casino once.
2: Oh, Uh -oh. that's almost impossible. I've got a circus. Circus stories like that. But what's your story?
0: It was my daughter's 21st birthday. Um, (laughs) I took her and her friend uh, to a casino um
2: in dirty missouri was it one of those boat casinos uh
0: no (laughs) in missouri you have to be on the river yeah um, so you have to be yeah no so it wasn't in kansas city or st louis it was actually um the closest to us is right over the border into oklahoma so we're close (laughs) like it's right by joplin so you pass joplin and then you have some casinos there because that starts the reservation yeah area Uh, and so we went there and, you know, we had a hotel room, um, we got really drunk. And then, um, there was a band that was playing called sex and it was a great band. The lead singer is this, she looks like Rihanna. She sounds like her. They were really funky. It was a great band. My daughter and her friend had left, and I didn't realize it. I mean, we were doing shots with people. They had left. They went away. And I let's, was still having a great time mom. with the band. Right. Yeah. Thanks a lot. No backup. So um, I, the, the, the guitar player came down on the floor and was playing the guitar in the middle of the crowd. Yeah. And I was escorted out. And they told me, you can't touch him like that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't touch the band members like that. And so a keyword I was, member I was like oh I didn't know I don't even remember that is terrible but I was so paranoid that I got kicked out of the casino I thought oh. we were going to be kicked out of our room or arrested so I went back to the room and they were still up like laughing and all this stuff and i'm like we gotta go now i'm like we got (laughs) to go and they're like we're not going anywhere you're really drunk we're drunk we're not driving in or i'm i'm like we're gonna get kicked out i just got kicked out of the casino and then i tried to go back in like an hour later and they go nope you gotta go (laughs) i'm so embarrassed still about that i can't believe it oh and then her poor friend got sick in the hotel room in the night and oh It's not worth it. Well,
3: as you know, as a guy who played in bands for 40 years, I didn't mind it when I was playing a solo and somebody touched (laughs) me. Yeah, Yeah, that makes it better. I think
0: I was, I don't know. I don't even want, I don't know. I don't think I touched him in any bad areas. I was just, I thought we were alone and, you know, he was, we were supposed to be dirty dancing or something. Right. Oh, God. So embarrassing. uh, I'm glad my daughter wasn't there. But who yeah. knows what I did before that? That's the only time I was drinking that I don't remember. I think I just kind of let loose because she was older and, you know, I wasn't driving anywhere and I couldn't handle all the liquor. And she- I am not the liquor.
2: <laughs> oh, Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, trailer Park Boys. <laughs> <voice. He laughs> Mr. Leahy. Uh, Mr. Leahy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Lahey>. Mr. Leahy. <laughs> 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 I am Be the liquor, Rand man. Man. Uh, I need a picture that says, liquor. I am not the liquor. <laughs> Random Man,
2: come over here, you sexy beast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Mr. Leahy, is that you or the liquor talking? <laughs> <laughs> I am Randy, the liquor, Rand, Rand the Man. The Ross, liquor. Ross sounds funny frighteningly frighteningly like yeah. Randy <laughs> I'll be doing this podcast next week shirtless just to have that oh god that would be so it awesome a guyliner. Uh, <laughs> oh that's
0: so, hideous <laughs>
2: you know I, I so the first Hunter thompson book i read was fear and loathing in las vegas mm-hmm. which was just a mistake so um, you
0: think that you can do all that and get away with it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So
2: we had started and, and this was all work people. We, we all had uh, problems. We uh, were staying out on the strip, but we uh, went downtown and we started downtown and then worked our way back to the strip and got to the circus circus. And of course, circus circus plays a big role in that book, the revolving bar and and the uh, trapeze people up above. And by the time I got to Circus Circus, it was borderline blackout time. (laughs) And and their blackjack tables, that was my game, they allow you to touch the cards. You can hold the cards. And evidently, and I don't remember this, when I had a bad hand, I didn't like it, I threw my cards at the dealer. Mm. Uh, Oops. And then I turned and walked away. And don't know where I went and ended up meeting up with them later at, uh, I don't know, Caesars or something. But they asked me if I had been arrested um, and if they found me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, well, when you threw your cards at the dealer, they called security and security came looking for you. And you start thinking about that and you go, well, how bad is their security system and camera system if I could throw my cards at the dealership and stumble out of there and not get... Caught, grabbed by the collar, and, and thrown out the front door. But I, I never went back to Circus Circus.
0: Gosh, Circus Circus. I have a friend who used to work in the basement where they had all the carnival games and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he ended up traveling with the, the real circus after that because there were carnies that would work there in their off season. And they taught him how to do some tricks and stuff. Um, Don't laugh, but he learned how to, oh God, he learned (laughs) how to be a sword swallower. Huh. Yeah, Boy, he, I said, Don't laugh he, he, a real Ross's like, a ears real... perked
2: up. You know how to do that, <laughs> Ross. That happens to a lot of guys oh, in Vegas. Oh, Here, stop it. <laughs> what stays in Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> or something like that.
0: Oh my gosh, he has a lot of stories. But yeah, it's it's a weird That's, weird uh, life for sure. He teach any as... tricks? Me? No.
3: <laughs> as, long as we're telling Vegas stories, uh, I went out there with a morning show I used to work with, Van and, and Cheryl. That's right. And Kenny will know Heyman, who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, our old boss. He yeah. was with us. Yeah. And, uh, we stayed at a hotel. Uh, we, we were actually at the Golden Nugget because we were kind of run down. At, right. Hell Hole. Yeah. Love the, yeah, the Nugget. And it was I cheap. Yeah. Love
2: the plus... Nugget. I I used to love the Hell Holes in Vegas.
3: Well, and remember they had the uh, Fremont Street and yes. the lights and everything. Yep. But any, anyway, then we wanted to go to the Strip. So, hey, man. You know how he he, he got all the hey, time. He's very hey excitable. Man, let's let's yeah. go down the strip. He said, no. well, we don't need to uh, drive or get a and We'll take the, the uh, little shuttle buses they have. No. <laughs> well, no. we no. we all hop in there. There was maybe 10 of us. Among them, somebody else you know, uh, Stephanie, uh, the former salesperson there who now is on air, I think, still. Isn't she at FM 107? Steph Hansen. Yes. she she oh, she Oh, Stephanie. Sat, yeah. She sat, <laughs> She sat down. And me and uh, the other producer of the morning show sat down behind her. There's a fella who looked very strange who was standing, and literally his hip was against her head. And he kept saying things like, "I should have killed her when I had the chance." <laughs> just uh-huh. Like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know, Steph Lord. Hansen said,
0: "Oh my God! Did you hear what there's, this guy's saying?" <laughs> no, no. "Should have
3: killed she, her." She didn't Stop. say anything. She she turned around and looked at, at us like, "Are you guys going to protect me if this guy grabs me by the neck?" You the, know, and the we're just have we've, we've already been you know yeah. putting oh, yeah. a yeah. few back, so we're laughing and and but the whole trip was like that. And afterwards, we, we grabbed Heyman. And said, uh, did you hear any of that? He goes, What, what, no? <laughs> so we yeah. had to explain it to him. And then he, uh, Kenny knowing Heyman ran around Las Vegas like a madman and made us follow him. So we were twenty paces yeah. behind him, but yeah. if we didn't follow him, he got mad.
2: So. Yeah, and he was tall, so his pace was uh, gigantic uh-huh. and fuzzy. Hey man, let's go over here. Hey man, let's do this. That's, that's, that's why we it. always called him Heyman. Okay, hey so man.
0: this is in this is weird, but I at Goodwill, or no, half price books, I found a Van and Cheryl CD. I'm on there. And I I bought it. It was
3: $2.
0: <sighs> oh, I just recently threw it away because I thought I'm never going <laughs> to listen to this. I'm serious. You, I threw it away because I'm like, oh, I was going to give it to the uh, morning show over at KS95. And I'm like, uh, you know, whatever. You, you could have
3: opened that up. And seeing a picture of me when I graduated from high school in a bow tie.
0: If you'd have opened up, if the I had R- any idea you were on it, I would have listened to the whole thing. <laughs> it was like bits from Van and Cheryl, and I'm like, "Well, what's this about?" Oh, I gotta check this out. No offense at all to the, them. I don't know them at all, but I thought, "What are the bits from 1985?" Right. <laughs> like yeah. well, the best
3: the best thing on that CD, and again, I'm nothing against Van and Cheryl, but we had Mitch Hedberg on as a guest. Yeah. What and. Uh, Yep. Yeah, was it we, on the that, CD? That segment was on the CD. I, and I, he I've got to go.
0: So I'm so funny. mad at myself. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. what? Was, uh, well, Mitch was he, a look, local guy, so it, sure, he was yeah. easy well, to get uh, on.
0: Sure, yeah. but I shouldn't have thrown it away. And it was
3: very early in the morning, and Mitch was already perhaps under the influence, as they say. Yeah, from two days and ago. He's just going <laughs> strong.
0: I can't believe and, uh, I threw it away
3: van said something along the lines of uh yeah my kid has small pox and that's chicken pox or whatever kids get something yeah. that and then <laughs> mitch just looked in the air and this won't translate as funny as it really was but he just looked up in the air and he went oh man that's some old fashioned stuff <laughs> 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 and, and of course just his look on his face and laugh we all just <laughs> <laughs>
1: could
2: oh, not help
0: God. it <laughs> he oh. was the best
1: guy ever he was such a sweetheart at Subway, yeah, like, duck eat really nice free. Guy. That's my. That's one of my bits that that always makes me laugh.
3: <laughs> I think Bigfoot is blurry.
0: <laughs> that's why there are
2: no pictures of Bigfoot that aren't blurry. <laughs> I, I, actually, Royce was on one of our, a trip uh, with us uh, to Vegas. I think it's when we actually stayed downtown at Bob Stupak's Vegas World. Uh and then some very nefarious <laughs> things happened with listeners there. Eventually it got to the point where um I asked my uh, now um roommate to accompany us to uh keep keep me uh keep me in line. No. <laughs> and, and she basically came along just to babysit me. And that was nice of Oh, how. That's fine. That's yeah. good. Huh. Oh the memories.
3: Uh Memories Got
2: another one, Johnny, before we split uh,
3: yeah, let me uh back here how about uh, let's talk about this doll uh, ross you said it's this story I, uh, ross I said like something highly inappropriate off the air regarding this story he, he did actually oh i must uh, have she, missed it she, it was before you sat down you'll okay. you, we'll, we'll tell you what it was yeah, i'm sure it'll up, come up the sheriff's deputies in georgia were surprised to learn last week that what was reported to be a woman's body found along a hiking trail was actually a life-size doll that uh, was complete <laughs> with accessories meaning. Uh, skimpy clothing, basically. The doll, who they dubbed Selena, was seen in the Hitchiti National Forest, and (laughs) I'm sorry to all Georgians (laughs) if I pronounce that wrong, and was reported to authorities last Thursday, but responding deputies quickly realized it was just a case of littering, not homicide, according to the Jones County Sheriff's Office. Uh, The department uh, joked the victim, now named Selena, is a little under the weather, but she's been having a nice day and is expected to make a full recovery. The Facebook uh, post continued, In all seriousness, thank God for small blessings. It just turned out to be a case of littering. If you know Selena or are responsible for whereabouts, rest assured, no DNA was collected. And you are oh, safe. Gross. That's horrible. Horrible. Ew. The, the post racked up more than 37,000 likes, 7,500 comments. Uh, one person saying, now that's funny. Don't care who you are. Another replied to that. Not if you're Selena.
2: <laughs> so uh,
3: there's a picture or two, and she's very, very
2: lifelike. Which I'll post, by the way, on it's the GL socials. Super oh. creepy, so lifelike that um, <laughs> the young lad who uh, he looks like a churchgoer to me. He uh, does. Uh, to paraphrase, uh, I, I think what he said was, uh, I'd take a run at her. <laughs>
1: you know, if you, if, oh if, my you God. if you put her in the shower know, and, and clean her up clean a her bit. Up. I mean, first off, this picture she's kind of posing that I sent you guys. You oh, know, she's right. Kinda, she has
0: her hand up going, hey, yeah, She's doing the, hey,
1: check me out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you imagine, though, if you just drove by that or you were jogging past that?
0: Yeah, you, you might think it's a dead body. Oh, I think you if wow. it was
1: face down, you would think that it's real. I mean, without
2: a doubt, well, I think you would. Well, we would. You would think uh, something super, super nefarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's very up, creepy.
3: He brought up jogging right away, and suddenly I heard the music. Oh, wow. <laughs> Don't, 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 Jogging
2: don't, 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 down the path the other day, and you wouldn't believe what I saw.
0: Oh, my God.
2: Uh, Don, should I call would... a Such and have him uh, safely escort you out of the room? Oh, I'm my God. am worried
0: about your safety. You're at this talking point. about him. I can take him over there. Come on now.
1: Would we describe her as a, a dirty blonde? I think maybe we would. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, uh,. You get the final word of the show.
2: Uh, Thank you very, very much for once again uh, suffering through this episode of News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. We might be around next week.
0: Thanks for listening to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. (laughs) New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts. I am the liquor.